welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? I'm your host, Chris Santamassimo from OGC Solutions. And what part of what we do sometimes with the Think Factory podcast is to spend time at industry trade shows. In this case, our relationship with the folks that we'll spotlight today comes from the Printing United Expo. But what we always look for are people that are doing interesting things with the products and services that they offer and solving problems for clients. And that's ultimately what we all need to do as service providers and manufacturers. So I'm I'm really happy to introduce everyone on the podcast to Rick Palante and to Chad Petsky. They're both from Baumer HHS. Specifically, Rick is the president of the company and Chad Petsky is the sales manager for the print finishing group at Baumer. So welcome to the podcast. Thank Thank you. you. So again, you know, we're always looking for people that are not only uh, friendly and have or can get into an interesting conversation, but I was really impressed with some of the things that your equipment does. And, you know, I'm always looking for a story that talks about a, a problem and a solution or an issue and a solution and why uh, somebody was able to attack the problem. So I'd love to hear a little bit about, to start off with, tell us a little bit about Baumer that folks may not know, Baumer HHS, excuse me. Let's talk about what uh, what your equipment does. I want to circle back to some of the, the problem solves that we chatted about before the podcast. Baumer HHS is a manufacturing company that makes hot melt, cold glue, and verification equipment. And we make it for, besides the print finishing industry, we do for folding carton, end-of-line packaging, and uh, corrugated are our main markets. Chad is our industry specialist within our print finishing group. And one of the things for like trade shows like Printing United that we really like is customers come with us with different types of applications and different types of issues that they have. And these are people that you normally wouldn't necessarily have easy access to. So it's kind of good at a trade show when you have your products in front of you and you have your experts there in the booth. It's a one-stop shop for a lot of customers to come into this. So Chad can go through like one for a check manufacturer or for, it was a company that uses uh, rebate checks and they came to us with an application and uh, Chad, I think, can, can walk you through that. If you don't mind me uh, interrupting for one second, Rick, I think you're being a little humble about uh, some of the things that your products do, you know, especially when you talk about packaging or, and we're going to talk about the check production that your equipment gets used on. You know, I don't think people in your industry get quite the respect that they should because what you're doing, or let's say it this way, without what you do, we wouldn't have these products because they, you just have a piece of, you'd have a piece of cardboard in the case of corrugated that doesn't stay together because there's no glue. Well, it's kind of funny. We've had, we tell customers that a, like a, a folding carton is the most expensive piece of printed paperboard they will ever have until it gets glued together. Because at that point, it's just a pretty piece of paper. And until it actually gets glued into a, into a tube or has glue applied so it ends up as a, as a viable product, it is just work, work in process. And so, you know, we're, we're an important part of the whole issue. We have, you know, go on almost every OEM machine and it's a hundred thousand to a million dollar machine and it doesn't work unless the glue application works. And unless anybody's ever sorted a semi truck full of product, you haven't lived, you know, you haven't lived till you've been able to do that. That's where QC systems are so important nowadays is it gives you that reliability that everything gets checked before it goes out to the customer so that you're not getting anything back and your reputation or your rework account are not both being hit. Correct. Yep. 
It's the same way in the bindery too, you know, in print finishing, you know, if it's a pharmaceutical piece, a leaflet, or if it's a direct mail piece, you know, if it is quite a, until it gets the glue on it and gets in the mail or in, onto the package, whatever the case is, it really is not a finished product. And we're kind of the last step and we're sometimes uh, something that uh, customers maybe not think about right away or until the very end or, you know, there's a problem with it. So yeah, we're kind of the, the last touch of the piece before it gets into the consumer's hands. Yeah, and the the glue application that we're talking about is not just willy-nilly, let's use whatever kind of glue we want and squirt it around, just to use layman's terms. This is pretty precise stuff that goes on, on a, you know, in a certain thickness. It goes on in a very specific place. And the type of, you know, the glues that you're going to use are very, very application-dependent, I would think. They are, and, uh, you know, different types of glue for different applications. Um, a lot of our pieces are, have to be very precise if it's in the folding carton industry or if it's in direct mail or pharmaceutical. Um, you know, we just can't just put it anywhere. It's got to be uh, in the right spot uh, for postal regulations, for, uh, you know, pharmaceutical reg- FDA regulations. So we've got to be quite accurate at all times to be able to meet those customer needs. Yeah, a bigger part of that too is also the the manufacturer. If the, if the dot goes, you know, doesn't go on the to the piece of paperboard or the mailer and ends up in the machine, it's a maintenance nightmare for them. And so, being able to have that accuracy is critically important for them to be able to run their application nonstop. The last thing that you know, the thing that costs them the most money is to have a piece of equipment there and not have and not being able to run it. And then you've got the ability to use both water-based inks as well as UV inks, depending on the application, right? Not so much ink, but um, Um, glues. I'm sorry, glues. Yeah. So yes, we have a we have a line of cold adhesive equipment and a line of hot melt equipment and verification for both products, whether it be a thermal pile for the hot melt or a either UV or a cold adhesive detection for the cold. You know, and I was also impressed with another fun fact that we shared before uh, we got together, which is the water scoring uh, ability that the equipment provides. Talk a little bit about that, because I think folks would be surprised about where that application uh, lends a lot of uh, resource. Sure. Uh, it's mainly used on offset stocks. There are some people that do uh, water scoring on coated materials, but not very many. But what the water score does, mainly in the pharmaceutical industry, is it helps break that fiber or help that fiber bend without any wrinkling or boxing where you couldn't put a mechanical score on. And so what we would do is, in the first section, uh, we would put the glue down on, or excuse me, the water down on a flat sheet. We make the first uh, section folds, or usually an accordion fold. And then when it goes into the right angle, or station two, that is where the water score comes in. That sheet is already moistened, and then that helps that sheet fold nice and square, nice and flat. It kind of takes the bulkness of it out, so that helps with that folding in mainly really, really thick applications or on a thin stock where a mechanical score will be of good assistance to you. And that explains how you get uh, pharmaceutical product inserts that are folded 40 times or 30 times just to be able to fit in the package, right? Yes, exactly. And you get those rolled down. And then also when that piece is still kind of wet, uh, because, of course, the water does evaporate a bit. They're not too much of a time, uh, but they also run it through a crushing unit. And that water helps so that sheet doesn't wrinkle when it gets crushed. It helps it uh, lay yep. flatter also. Yep. I mean, these are critically important for your customers in the pharma industry to be able to get those uh, product inserts in the right shape and in the packages accurately. But people don't give you quite the credit because they don't fully understand how you fold that thing up 40 times to be able to fit it in that little tiny box, right? 
Yeah, that is true. I have many people who have them, and it's like, how do they do this? And, you know, it's a specialty folder. It's water scoring. It's latex gluing. It's it's a lot of different steps and knife folding, buckle folding to make that happen. And it's kind of, when you explain it to people how it actually happens, uh, it become quite interested because it's not a normal uh, run-of-the-mill folding application like you would have in maybe in a bindery or in a, you know, a commercial printer. Yeah. Yeah, one of the thousands of things that printers and uh, and the equipment manufacturers that support them that you don't quite get enough credit for how complex a little job like that is to create that little tiny uh, football, if you will, of a product insert. Yeah, and it's got to be precise, too. You can't have a lot of variation because it's uh, it goes through an automated system when it's uh, put on the bottle or into the carton. So if those aren't folded exactly how they need them stuck, it, it causes problems down the line, just the same as ours would. If we had a problem with folding or folding carton, you know, if the, in the bottling plant, if that carton doesn't erect properly on the speeds they need, then there's trouble down the line. you got a bunch of waste again. Again, yeah. So, and, and the key, obviously, uh, for a printer is to minimize waste, right? Because every time you, you waste a sheet, that's uh, one little click off your margin. It is. It is. And paper is expensive. Uh, printing is expensive. So they're, they're very valuable pieces. So we, we want to save as many as we can or have as little amount of waste as possible. No doubt. And Rick, you were talking about verification of a tractor trailer load of material. To talk a little bit about verification and where uh, Baumer HHS equipment fits in the in the equation. There's different ways you can do it. You can do it either by, you know, actually looking physically at the adhesive. Um, so you're looking at where it stops, where it starts, uh, how much is there, is it in the right location? And we can even look to the point where is it in places it shouldn't be. We call that anti-glue. So if you're looking at a carton or a piece of paperboard and you're looking at an area that needs to be glue-free so it doesn't create a sticky or if it's like an envelope and it needs to pop open and you don't want to have any adhesive in that area, we can look for it so that we can say, hey, you know, this area need, always needs to be adhesive free and we can check that out. So that's looking at it from the adhesive standpoint. Then there is it from the from the print standpoint that we can do a print match and make sure that the same that the same piece of literature is going through each time, that there isn't a mix or a, uh, a misprint or something along those lines to make sure that that actually is the right piece of product that is going through at that point. So there's multiple ways and we can do that, you know, we can do that typically via a camera system. So we can we can view every single one and, and typically at very, very high speeds. So you're not typically speed limited by, you know, being able to actually do a visual inspection of the print as it goes through. Yeah, and without that type of equipment, the only thing you could really reasonably hope for, I think, is a random sampling, hoping you catch the errors. But this actually lets you do it down to the single unit to be sure every single one is correct. Yeah, I mean, Chad has a long history with this. He he can, you know, go all the way from the, you know, Gutenberg from printers all the way back to what's happening now. And and the what's happened in the printing industry is just actually remarkable. If you look at where where you've come, where we've come from to where we are now, from the standpoint of off set to digital. And it's just a remarkable change in the marketplace. It is. Gotcha. You're, seeing, you're seeing a lot of changes out there. A lot of people going to a digital market, you know, having that. And of course, you know, when you're in a digital press, you can have shorter runs. You don't have as much make ready there. You don't have as much make ready for setup or the folder or things like that. So we have to be more precise and, and get it right the first time because the printers are changing and, and the and the lead times are changing, too. Uh, they're getting shorter and shorter. People don't give you a lot of time to get things out. So the customers are, you know, they've got to get out their product out to the customer as fast as possible. Yeah, well, so the, 
I'm sorry, Rick. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying that we see customers, you know, expanding, just being more than just printers or just more than just folding carton plants. We're actually, they're actually making their paper and then, the, you know, they're doing it on rolls. They do the unroll and then they do the printing and they do the cutting, they do the die cutting, then they do the drying and they do the gluing and they do everything in line. So it starts with a roll of paper and it ends up with a product coming out the other end as opposed to going to multiple, you know, locations in order to do the next step. And so you really see a change in the market in the standpoint of people don't necessarily are just being good at one thing. They have to be good at multiple things now in order to be competitive in the market. And not to mention the fact that you've got multiple manufacturers equipment all in line with one another, hoping to speak to one another well. Exactly. Yeah, that's the big thing right now is being able to have that you know, the IoT, you know, 4.0 and be able to, to have everybody speak the same language up and down the production line. And then have your quality assurance where maybe we can run ejectors or flippers or things of that nature to get the uh, incorrect product out of the stream before it gets to the final end of tray, whatever the case may be with when it goes out to the next step or to the customer or to the post office. Right. You know, in the direct mail world, I've seen print and fold rates that, you know, proc- uh, they're maybe plus or minus 250,000 units an hour. When you talk about corrugated and folding carton, what are some of the high speeds that, that you mentioned earlier? What do you what do you typically see? Well, a lot of times we're having to fence adhesives at, you know, one millisecond with plus or minus one millimeter accuracy. Um, the line speeds have definitely increased in the aspect. You can see something to 1,500 feet a minute to 3,000 feet a minute. And, I mean, it's beyond what the eye can see. And so, you know, we're looking at every single one of these cartons as they go through in that aspect in order to apply the glue and then to check it to make sure that it's in the right location. And then if it isn't, to be able to send a, a message to the OEM machine to actually kick it offline at those same speeds. But hopefully in the process, you're minimizing the errors at the same time that you're and inspecting as you go. So naturally, you're going to have less waste as a result. You do. You get much less waste in that aspect. And then you're using, you know, gun technology has changed from pneumatically activated guns to electrically activated guns. So no more compressed air. You're just running everything off of a off of the integrated coil into the system. And that really makes a big difference. I mean, the farther that the solenoid is away from the actuator or from the glue head itself, the slower it gets. You've got to be able to deliver the air to the head and then exhaust it back. When you use an all-electric system, you don't, you no longer have that. You're opening the coil right then and there. The only thing you're really competing against is the drag of the adhesive on the armature as it passes, as since it sits in the glue stream. So you're really all the only thing you're fighting is the drag and the um, spring force for the spring that that recloses the valve once it opens and closes. Yeah, that's fascinating. And having an electric gun, uh, we have a much better longevity, a lot longer life cycle for that gun than we would have on a pneumatic gun. Um, so sometimes the pneumatic, uh, you know, are accurate and they're good guns, but they don't last as long. So our electrical guns are far superior in many cases. Yeah, a pneumatic gun has a dynamic seal, which separates the pneumatic air from the hydraulic fluid. And you have the needle that moves back and forth in that. So basically you introduce air underneath the the cap of the top one, it raises it up and then it changes the air direction and then closes it. So it's going up and down through that seal and it wears it. So typically a pneumatic seal will last maybe 25 million cycles versus an electric gun, which doesn't have any dynamic seals and it can last up to a billion cycles. Oh, wow. So your so your spare parts are less, your uptime is greater, 
Um, it's just a, it's just overall an entirely better way to do it. There's a caveat in the aspect that some glues, you know, lower viscosity glues will run better through an electric applicator than a high viscosity. So when you're using the fugitive glues, we're able to use some fugitive glues in our direct mail aspect uh, because they have a a viscosity of around 1,000 to 1,200 centipoise. But there's a lot of um, fugitive glues that are much higher than that, 2,000, 2,500. And for those, we need to we have to use a, a pneumatic applicator in order to open and close that because the drag on the uh, electric applicator is just too great for it to really do that. You'll get a lot of stringing or ovals instead of dots. It's just not the best way to do it. You need to be able to match your adhesive viscosity to the type of gun that you're using in order to get the best application. And your equipment's able to uh, accommodate both, obviously. Yes, correct. Yes. We can run your customers uh, a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Sure. We can run fugitive or permanent in our hot gun applications and also a latex, which is like a fugitive product for cold glue in, in our, many of our guns, too. So we can work with both. That's fantastic. And another place that I'm really impressed with is uh, some of the check processing that your equipment enables. Uh, tell me a little bit about some of the projects that you've done for customers in which your uh, the, the Baumer equipment is is in line with uh, with a check printing operation. You know, we've all received those checks in the mail that don't come in an envelope. They sort of come in one sort of parcel, one piece, if you will, that are glued together. So tell us yeah, a little they- bit about that. Uh, we have an application that we have a customer, a customer for in the Midwest. And what they do is they do a lot of rebate checks. So you fill out the rebate form, mail it in, they process that information, and then they send you a rebate check back for their store. Uh, and what they do is they print those uh, four up on a sheet, uh, and then they're folded on a Horizon folder, and then we put Fugitive Glue down, and then they're slit. And what happens, then that piece, that check, can go directly into the mail tray. They separate them, do the breaks that they need to, and then that goes back out to you, to the consumer who made that purchase. Uh, another application that we do is maybe you've seen them that they're snap packs and you, you, you have a perforation on three sides and maybe it's got your pin number on it or something like that where that piece is printed with your information or if it's a promo for a car or whatever the case may be. And then we put glue all the way around that piece that is then put right in the mail and that comes to you and it's a secure package where you take the, the, uh, the uh, snapper and the snapper that tabs off on each side and there's your check or there's your pin number or whatever the case they might be sending you. So we get in a lot of that uh, products that it's the uh, personalized information and then you drop it right in the mail to, to get to your door. Yeah. So you're, you're dealing with security issues. Number one and number two, you're making it simpler to mail because you don't have to worry about printing and then uh, having separate envelopes and inserting. It's just all in one, uh, one process. All in one process and things don't uh, maybe get commingled or mixed up as easily if you could or if you're taking that piece and maybe a check and then stuff it in an envelope and things of that nature. So That's phenomenal. Yeah, again, I think it's really interesting just because these are things we take for granted where we don't understand how much of a process it is to do that sort of printing. So without the kind of equipment we're talking about today, those things just don't get produced. Correct. You're correct. Yeah. So, so, so obviously you're, uh, Baumer is involved in a number of different industries, of course, but based on your experience this past year, what, what do you foresee on the horizon for 2024 and beyond, maybe in terms of new technology or some of the things that Baumer HHS is uh, planning to introduce this coming year? Well, I'm seeing a lot of customers more and more, you know, uh, more than the pharmaceutical, looking for some more, some type of quality assurance, a camera, a barcode, 
our code reader, scanners, glue detection, where in the past that these customers never really looked into that. They relied on the person at the end of the folder or the machine to kind of inspect for that. And they're seeing now, you know, maybe more mistakes or whatever the case is. So I'm seeing a lot more people asking about quality assurance in the commercial printing venue more than what it used to be. That's what I'm seeing. And, uh, you know, just uh, speed and accuracy. That's what everybody wants to know what's new, uh, what's uh, maybe a replacement of uh, something faster, easier, better. So just uh, any way that the customer can get uh, more product out per hour than what they did in the past and with good quality. You know, nothing's mistaken, mixed up, you know, wrong products, folded the wrong way, whatever the case may be. Right. And with that, within that, it, that kind of talks to sustainability, reduction of waste. But for a sustainability aspect, for us, we see more and more uh, recycled paper being used. And recycled paper contains, you know, a lot of UV from the printing or from, you know, from uh, whitening or whatnot that's been through the production stream. And when you're, you know, some customers use UV tracer in order to do their glue detection. And and what they're finding more and more is that they can't that the UV detection can't tell the difference between the background and the glue anymore. So they're trying to find different tracers that they'll be able to use. There's tracers now that are not allowed in Europe because they're considered carcinogenic. And so they're really starting to struggle with that. And so being able to have technology like we do that, you know, actually will verify the water content within the cold adhesive makes a big difference for us in being able to do that. For our hot melt side of the business, we're seeing more and more customers wanting to do dotting, especially in end of line. So what they can do is instead of doing a full, you know, full line of adhesive, they dot it. So you could do a three millimeter dot with a three millimeter gap and reduce your adhesive usage by 50%. And what we've discovered by doing Engstrom testing is that that package actually is equal to 15% greater bonding than a full, than a full bead. So, you know, mm-hmm. where operators think that more glue is better, it's actually just the opposite. More glue actually causes you more problems than less glue. Uh, so being able to reduce that amount of adhesive is a real sustainability check mark for a lot of customers. You know, being able to say, you know, get their sustainability mark on their scorecard and also be able to reduce the amount of plastics that they put into their packaging as well as increase their bottom line because that's, you know, 50 percent less adhesive that they're using. And so each of those cartons or direct mail pieces or whatnot become a lot cheaper because there's less glue on that product and less money being. Yeah, and each of those savings gets passed on to the the customer or the printer, the ultimate end user of the of the piece. So everybody sort of benefits from just being a bit more efficient, for sure. Exactly, I agree. I agree. So to wrap it up, folks. By the way, super interesting. uh, Just really digging down into a, a really interesting aspect of the industry. What type of customer would you say, what type of print customer or, or packaging customer would really want to take a look at Baumer HHS in 2024? From a packaging standpoint, we would say anybody that's looking for uh, something, being able to check off that sustainability mark by going to a dotting application for their end-of-line packaging or for corrugated manufacturing, anything along those lines, that we can definitely do that with very minimal um, change to their products. Um, it makes, you know, if they go from pneumatic to an electric application, it really saves them a lot of money by doing it that way. And Chad can talk to you from a print standpoint. It is. I, I see a couple of things. One of the things that we do offer is we can put a feed of glue down 
for what we would call a glued eight page or 12 pager. Then it doesn't have to go through the stitcher. It doesn't have staples in it. Um, you know, it's easier to recycle. It packs better in a carton. So you're seeing people going that route, uh, actually saving some steps. Also, you know, it's easier to pack and, and you don't have that staple. And the other thing that you're seeing is uh, direct mail. A lot more people are looking at trying to uh, put the glue dots down in their certain applications instead of using a tab where they don't look as good. It's, an, it's an, again, another step. It doesn't run as fast. They can run it at folder speeds when they're gluing instead of taking it offline and tabbing. So you're seeing people trying to sustain with less consumables, but yes, and less touch points also. All good stuff. Well, I'd love to just uh, alert people to your website and maybe some other resources if you have any where they could find more information about the products. Yeah, you can come to our website. It's www.baumerhs.com. Terrific. Guys, so many interesting things, and thanks for uh, sort of diving down and giving us some of the dirty details, if you will, about how these things actually get made. I think, as I said, we take them for granted. So. Uh, without the equipment that you guys produce, we wouldn't have the things that we have when it comes to packaging and direct mail. So thank you very much for everything. But just to sign off, again, this is Rick Palante and Chad Petsky from Baumer HHS. I hope you enjoyed the podcast episode today. I'm your host, Chris Santamassimo, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.